This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And that's what Kevin Warren is trying to do, obviously, both on and off the field. Made news this week. He sat down with a couple different guys. He, we mentioned Brandon Pope from WCIU. Uh, also, Marshall Harris from CBS2 had an interview with Kevin Warren. The one that made the loudest noise and the biggest impact probably was his sit down in Las Vegas with Jarrett Payton, yeah. friend of the score, regular guest on the Mullen Haw Show. And Kevin Warren sat down for an interview with WGN TV. And it was a it was Kevin Warren being Kevin Warren. I, I don't know if there was a big headline that was anything that was definitive, but there were some interesting clues that he probably left, and we can interpret what he said and the way that you probably, you know, each person's gonna interpret it differently. But Dan, I'll let you take it from here because obviously uh there are three different things I think we heard him say. One was talk about his view of Justin Fields. The other one was about the latest with the stadium project. And finally, about his relationship with Ryan Poles. We'll start with the Justin Fields piece. I was going to say, let's just start with the quarterback. Let's listen to what Kevin had to say directly to a question Jared asked him about his views on, on who Justin Fields is and has been. Uh, and then we can take it from there. Here's Kevin Warren talking about JF1, QB1 for now. Well, from my standpoint, and I, I come to the table, I'm a um, supporter of Justin. You know, because I got a chance to work with him when I was commissioner of the Big Ten Conference. He is incredibly talented. Uh, he is smart. Uh, he works hard. And uh, he wants to be a great NFL football player. Um, and, and so now he just needs to make sure that he has the support around him. He's working hard. And then I would love to see him, you know, this offseason, make sure he's totally healthy going into the season next year. Um, you know, this is a difficult game. And if you, and if you think about professional sports but let's talk about professional football it's an incredibly difficult game and then when you think about the quarterback position it is it, it is it's difficult and so um and it's you know justin has a rare combination of intelligence of size of strength and speed you forget how big of a of a man he is until you're up on him he's not a small man and um and so i just think every year he's going to continually get better 
Um, and um, so I'm glad he's on the Chicago Bears. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pretty high praise, effusive even, for uh, from Kevin Warren, who didn't have to lay it on that thick. Dan, my take was that he definitely was sincere in how he feels about Justin Fields. If I was surprised at all, it might have been in how how much he laid it on, how heavy he laid it on because of the implications that he's certainly aware of. I wondered if it was, you know, as much as he feels strongly about Justin Fields, was it a, a, an attempt to gain some leverage to let everyone know how much the Bears value him? Uh, at the same time, their relationship does go back uh, years and it predates their Bears connection. So I don't want to question the sincerity either. What did you think? Certainly gave the outside world uh, reason to, to continue yelling at each other at uh, high decibel levels about what the Bears' plans at quarterback are going to be. I don't think I read anything into their actual plans at the position. I think Kevin has a very profound and sincere respect for who Justin is as a person, as a worker. Uh, I don't think anything he said in that uh, soundbite was a fib. Um, I think it's just a matter of the Bears working through this and figuring out what they want to do to make their team a championship team. Uh, I think it's really easy, as you know, in in February to take every little nugget of every little morsel of every little crumb that's out there and try to draw grand conclusions. The Bears are going to have a decision here within a matter of two and a half months. They don't play a meaningful football game again for another seven months. We're going to get our answers and we'll look back on this period of time, this four month period of time with with probably great awe about the number of things that that threw people into a tizzy or caused widespread debate or caused reaction. This to me was simply a, a team president answering a direct question with a deep and reflective answer. Um, and so I wouldn't read into it much more than that. And I'm sure that our mentions will get filled up with a, a lot of response to just that. <laughs> I I agree with everything you just said. I, I do wonder if it would have even created a ripple if he would just would have been a little less effusive. Now I, the, the, the one the one thing that I I, I kind of if I was coaching him in the moment that would have thrown up at least a yellow light too was saying and we're glad that he's a Chicago Bear because that's, that's certain, it. That was the last you know kind of the the mic drop that gave everyone reason to to draw grand conclusions when I don't think even the team is. Uh, drawn those grand conclusions. And so, um, you know, we'll see which direction it goes. So here we are moving ahead to the Bear Stadium project, and it reaches a very critical phase this week because there's a deadline on Saturday. And it comes up because on Wednesday, the Cook County Board of Review informed the Bears that they made a decision to leave the property's value at $192 million. And that's the property, of course, in Arlington Heights. <laughs> so the Bears and the school districts in Arlington Heights, in that in, in, in the county, remain $100 million apart about their tax value, or the, the value of the property, the assessed value of the property. And that's 326 acres that basically lead to this dispute of what it is worth and how many taxes they're going to pay and what the 
uh, price of the Bears basically will have to build on that site. Saturday is the, the deadline. Uh, they can negotiate out of that deadline the way I understand it and extend it. But Dan, this is not the direction the Bears wanted this to go. I think there might have been an expectation there would be a little bit more wiggle room. Um, they could still come to a settlement, but they would have to meet in a place where they have been yet to find common ground. The Board of Review stood firm on this one and uh, essentially challenged the Bears and the school districts out in the suburbs to try to get their heads together and, and find middle ground in some of this. You know, we, we've we've talked about this property, 326 acres. The Bears bought it for, uh, I think, more than $197 million. They, they have seen it valued now by the Cook County Assessor at 192, and they want it valued at 60 or 71 million, which are two numbers that have come up uh, in their negotiations. They've got to get their heads together with the school district in the suburbs and try to find their way to uh, building a bridge, you know, because neither side, in my opinion, benefits from having this thing just go poof, <laughs> you know, and after all this time spent uh, on that land and envisioning what could be there, if not only for the bears, but for the people in that area and, and, and what that could bring into their communities, it would be wild to see this thing fizzle out. Now, look, I think on, on social media, there's been a lot of grand conclusions drawn to what this latest decision by the Cook County Board of Review actually means. This is a uh, long journey and stadiums have a lot of uh, financial dynamics and political dynamics and negotiating dynamics that the Bears have to um, push behind Kevin Warren to solve. And that's why he was brought here. Uh, and so, look, ultimately, Kevin, and we'll talk about this more as we talk about the, the, the general manager position as well. He's got to produce results before we take his words as anything more than words. Uh, at the same time, until there's an actual result on one side or another, it's also a little bit foolish to jump to any conclusions. Yeah, and that's why what he had to say to Jarrett Payton was interesting in Vegas because, as we know, there was another story two weeks ago from Crane Chicago Business, how the Bears have shifted their focus to the south lot, lakefront property, right south of Soldier Field, which logistically, certainly a lot of people would love uh, from a standpoint of would it accomplish what the Bears originally set out to do. I guess maybe we're reading into that, but they own their own stadium. That would be more difficult in the city of Chicago than it would be in Arlington Heights. So it doesn't make a ton of sense or as much sense to me. And that's why, to me, it was always – and still remains to um, a, a more of a leverage ploy in my mind. Could be wrong, right. but that patch of land does not seem like it would be as appealing, even though it's in the city, it's where the Bears belong, but it doesn't allow them, would not permit them to own their own stadium. So he sat down with Jarrett Payton in Las Vegas. Jarrett asked him about the stadium project, and this is how part of their conversation went. I think the timeline, yeah, it has to be in 2024. I mean, in a perfect world, uh, I would like to, to have clarity in this legislative session that's coming up. Uh, time is money and, um, you know, it takes probably three years once you put a shovel in the ground. And so, you know, this is one of those ones, I think 24, um, you know, should be the focal point. You know, this is the year. This is the year. So the legislative uh, session officially adjourns May 24th. Got to have a decision, a site. A date by then, don't we, Dan? Well, it seems to be the ideal timeline. Now there's some wiggle room there, and and certainly that's the first time that that I've heard Kevin uh, be as emphatic as he was, and in, in in sort of saying, "Look, like we've got to get to the end of 
choosing a site here pretty soon. You know, and now people on the outside have to understand that the Bears aren't just sitting there uh, with their their hands in their pockets, going, "Oh well, you know, we don't have, like plans are ongoing." You know, there's stadium design plans and and development discussions going at all times. Obviously, Arlington Heights is the property they own. They're far along that if they chose tomorrow that that's the site they want to build on. It's not like they're just starting right from there. If they have to pivot and go to a a, a site in the city. They'll do that as well. The other thing that, David, that's really interesting in this to me is, you know, Kevin understands that part of his role is to apply pressure in these situations and to be able to, you know, go on television, conduct an interview, have his thoughts expressed, have his thoughts talked about in a lot of different areas. It creates conversation that essentially uh, you're hopeful if you're the Bears helps to move things in a direction that, that they ultimately wanted to go in. We'll see what the results are. Um, but I, I, I do think like to your point of, of talking about leverage and and strategy, like this is this is part of it, right, is to, is to get on camera and to, to make things uh, spoken to the outside world so that, that it creates a little bit of, of uh, urgency and action. Uh, so to speak. And I think the urgency in action is also interesting to examine from another perspective. And I talked about this uh, on the Mullion Hawes show, and I think I've mentioned it here before, but it was Bears repeating. When you talk about the leverage that the Bears could gain by maintaining the South Lot site as a possibility, as an alternative, you also have to consider what's going on simultaneously, potentially with the White Sox. The White Sox are eyeing a patch of land called the 78 in the South Loop. They want to build a stadium there. They have renderings of the new stadium. It's beautiful. It looks great. And as a, a Sox, rendering. it's a great <laughs> rendering. And, and so you have a South Loop project being eyed by Jerry Reinsdorf. You have a South Lot project being eyed by Kevin Warren. There's a little clause that was built into the legislature in 2021 about the funding mechanism and how to go about this with bonds and public involvement in this that is only, I think, valid until the end of this calendar year. I don't think it would apply to both projects. I think it would be one or the other, the way I understand it now. There's a lot of weeds to, to, to get through. There's a lot of minutia to interpret, but the point would be this. There's a virtual race. <laughs> you could view it a virtual race between Jerry Reinsdorf and the White Sox, Kevin Warren and the Bears to make the first announcement, to sign the first agreement, to get to the point where you're eligible for this clause that will allow you to use bond financing as a mechanism to pay for your stadium or to help pay for your stadium. Who's going to kick in more? Can you do both? Unlikely. Really unlikely. Possible? Yes. The Bears don't necessarily have to. They could always say, well, we're, we're going to have a, go, a different route. We're going to go a different way. And you could theoretically do that. But it does not seem feasible to me that in the city of Chicago, with everything going on there, that they're going to announce in 2024 this new site of the Bears, which is only about a mile away from the new site of the White Sox. It just doesn't seem practical. So it's going to be one or the other, I think. And it could happen soon. Well said, and maybe we replace those scoreboard races that Duncan likes to do with stadium races. We get, of, <laughs> we get rid of Biggie Bagel and couple coffee, and and we and we get we get Kevin Warren and Jerry Reinsdorf and whoever else wants to join the race, and we turn that into a little little deal. It sounds like you're on board. Let's get George involved. Uh, he could be on a scooter. <laughs> there you go. All right.